0: bar podcast enjoy the show hello and welcome back to the movie bar podcast the average movie podcast for average movie fans by average movie fans i am your host john and i am here with my co-host justin hola and kyle hello the bar is now open and welcome to episode 28 today we are recording on october 24 2022 uh let's start off with a little bit how are you guys doing today how are you doing? Uh, I'm not getting into that. I'm fantastic. Okay, Kyle, how are you?
1: Yeah, I'd say fantastic's a good word good. for it. It's
0: yeah. nice. Glad you guys are fantastic. <laughs> All right, let's get into a little bit of housekeeping. <laughs> Shut up, Justin. <clears throat> We're gonna start off with episode six and seven of the hundred and scariest horror movie moments on Shudder.
1: Okay. Kyle? Yes, I will try to run through these as quick as I can. So, Blair Witch Project, 1999. <laughs> uh, that was when Heather finds Mike in the corner, which makes sense. That was followed by Justin's favorite paranormal activity. Um, night 21, 21 is what the, the, I don't, I don't remember. What this what night twenty one whatever that means but was that the night she was walking around and yeah staring yeah. at him and
0: shit yeah
1: um after that we have the sixth sense and that's uh when the girl Again. Is in the tent all right shut shut it
0: up Justin uh
1: after Again, that we it. have let the right one in and it's when the girl massacres the boys in the pool which it seemed pretty cool I want to watch that movie. Oh. After that, we have the Invisible Man from 2020. And that scene was when they're at the restaurant and the Invisible Man kills her sister. After that, we have Wait Until Dark. And then the scene they pointed out was Are You Looking At Me? I don't really remember what that one was because I watched it a couple weeks ago. After that, we had Don't Breathe, which is, you know, the infamous <laughs> turkey baster. <laughs> that whole scene. Yeah. Um <laughs> After that, we have Hostel, and it's, um, for 50 grand, she better be worth it. Um, after that, we have Lake Mungo, which I went on to watch, but, uh, that's just the video on Alice's cell phone, um, because it's a found footage, mockumentary type thing. Um, after that, we had a TV show, The Haunting of Hill House, and it was kind of the reveal of the bent net lady. <clears throat> after that, we had It, which, uh, the r- remake, not the original series, but, uh. We have when Pennywise takes Georgie and rips his arm off. Um, after that we have I saw the Devil and it was the when the serial killer's killing the woman at the beginning of the movie. After that we have Hellraiser, which um, was when the Cenobites punish Frank and his face is kind of all ripped up with the chains. Um, and then that moved on to the most recent episode, um, which started with the descent. And it was when the crawlers kind of first appear in Night Vision and the build-up throughout the movie leading up to that. After that, we have Saw, which is, of course, when Mr. Digsaw himself stands up and he was alive the whole time. Um, After that, we have Scanners, the exploding head. Then we have Wreck, which um, that was when the woman's in the attic and that reveal... After that we have Carrie, which is um the ending kinda when Carrie pops up through the house that's kinda burning. After that we have the omen, and that's when uh the governess hangs herself for Damien. Then we had Night of the Living Dead, and that's when uh the daughter that's infected uh kills her mother, and then the ending kinda it had both. Then we have Extras three, which uh I thought this would be a little bit higher, but uh it's when the nurse kinda is doing the rounds, and takes a while, and then it's that last jump scare that is a really long build-up. Um, After that was Final Destination 2, and it's kind of the inciting highway incident that leads the rest of the movie. Then we have Jaws, and that's the beginning scene when the girl goes swimming, and the music starts playing. Um, Then we have Scream, and we have, of course, the beginning with Drew Barrymore, what's your favorite scary movie? Then we had Halloween, and kind of... This one they kind of just went over the whole ending. You can't kill the boogeyman, and then the last, most recent one was Alien, and then it's the kind of lead up to the chest burster, chest burster scene. So that's gets up, gets us up to twenty four, I believe. No, that's yeah. Or that's down to ten. There's ten left. Or I think there's thirteen left. It was thirteen per episode, right? Ten. 10? There's oh, ten okay.
2: left. I was
1: watching it today. There's ten left. So we have one more.
0: So next week will be the last one, and we'll find out what the number one scariest moment is. No. I'm, I'm still thinking either The Exorcist or Psycho. Yeah,
1: I think you're right. So always something like that. I can't even think of any other ones that might be, in. I feel like it's covered like everything. So she's in Halloween and it, and like Scream and Alien. We're all here. Like yeah, anywhere else she was on on there. Yeah. But it's moments,
0: so some movies may appear twice. Yeah, true. That's true. But see that's what throws me off is that they discuss like the whole movie. And then they throw hey. in TV shows like
2: I mean the ones I was watching, you know, they they pretty much covered scenes. Yeah. You know, the build up to the scenes, what the scene was about, like especially like um The Exorcist Three there that scene. Yeah. I mean, they focused on that scene and the build-up yeah. of that scene and all that. So, I mean, you know, so anything's possible, but
1: <clears throat> I don't know. I've been what? Sinister. I don't think they've done Sinister yet, so I think no. that one will definitely be out there.
3: Okay.
0: So, we're going to play a new game. <laughs> this one was a brain child from last week's conversation. And our new game is, Has Kyle Seen
3: It? All
0: right, Justin, throw a movie at Kyle, and let's take a guess if he's seen it or not. All right, so here's
2: one I was actually watching earlier today. Not the one we were talking about previously. Okay. But truly a a comedy classic based off of older TV shows and movies. We have grumpy old men, Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau. Basically, the story of Mongo and any of his buddies.
0: Okay, Justin, do you think Kyle has seen it? <sighs> Probably not.
2: Probably not.
0: I'm gonna. I, I think he. I think he's seen it. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, Kyle, have you
3: seen it?
1: I have not. I've never even heard oh, of it. Oh, what the? What the? F- oh,
3: You've never even heard oh, of it? Oh, grumpy, I know who Jack Lemon is, though. You know that.
2: Walter Matthau, Jack Lemon. Yeah, old guys in
0: Minnesota. That, that wasn't yeah. gonna be me and Justin if we stay in the same state into our seventies. <laughs> you know, he'd be Actually. Jack Lemon. I'd be Walter Matthau. <laughs> They also did Grumpy Old Men together, The Odd Couple 1 and 2, yeah.
2: mm-hmm.
0: Out to mm-hmm. Sea together. The like, show. they were, yeah, they were... It's a classic
2: comedy
1: duo. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think I've only seen, like, one Jack Lemmon movie. I think it's Glengarry Den Ross or whatever it's called. Yep, yeah, probably. It's sad. Right. Sad, sad, sad.
2: <laughs> mm, yeah. Not good. Not good. All right, like, are we going again?
0: Yeah, let's go one more one more round. All right, this one I
2: don't know. We'll 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 give him this one. This one maybe not <clears throat> maybe not a must see, but <clears throat> sorry, you know it's got it's got the uh, the old murdery and the comedy in there. So we'll go with Mike Myers' classic. So I married an axe murderer. Has Kyle seen it? I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I'm going to go with the no, too, just because of the smirk on his face right now. He's probably never heard of it again. Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> You've never heard of it. You've never that heard of it. great, though. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. That is a great movie. Oh, that's a must watch. Oh, dear God. You are.
1: Okay. Yeah, that one, uh. Yeah, it's, You're the, it's, me down. it's definitely, like, the older. Any, like, comedy movie after 2000, I feel like I've definitely seen. Like, all the bigger ones, but I don't know. I feel like I never... All the old ones, I just missed out on.
0: I'm surprised in all the times mm-hmm. you hung out with us. Like, some of these movies hadn't, like, crossed our paths. Yeah. So. Mm. Okay, so that's our new game. Has Kyle seen it?
1: Off to a great start so far. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs>
0: it. Even the dog's upset. Yep. So... Okay, so Justin, you're going to step out for a moment because you haven't seen this movie yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. yep, And me and Kyle are going to discuss. I'll I'll give you a thumbs up when you can join back in, Justin. So um, let's discuss Halloween Ends, Kyle. So there's been a lot of discussion online about whether this movie is good, whether this movie is bad, whether this movie sucks, whether this movie is awesome. So, I watched it last Saturday, or a week ago Saturday. Did you watch it on Peacock or did you go into a theater? I saw it in theaters. I watched it on Peacock, so I watched it alone. Yeah. Um, What did you think about
1: it? Um, I actually really, really liked it. I thought... I think it's my favorite of the three new ones, yep. which is probably I – mean, I know that's not the – it is a controversial opinion because most people seem to be disliking it. But I feel like it's a – from what I've seen, it's been a love-hate kind of situation. Um, yeah, My friend I saw with, he also really liked it. And I honestly think seeing it in theaters helped because I saw it in Dolby. Mm-hmm. So specific, obviously there's going to be spoilers, but uh, specifically with the first scene, but then that kind of build up when you're like, what's happening when the kid finally drops? Yeah like the Dolby sound was so loud and visceral, like shook the seats and then went right into, um, I can't even look at the screen right now. (laughs) Um, It went right into the music and like, you could like feel it in the seats, which is so cool. Like it was honestly the best Dolby like sound that I've ever experienced. I feel like Dune is the only other one that I I can think of. Yeah. So the theater experience added to it, but I don't know. I I, I just really liked it. But what do you think?
0: Okay. So I, I was a little hesitant going in. I didn't. I did You know, I avoided spoilers like no tomorrow.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, you know, I, I was wondering where they were going when they started the movie. Yeah, with that guy that was the babysitter and the kid. But then, as it got on, I found myself drawn into it. Yeah, Sam. And like, so. It kind of gave me, like, a Halloween 3 vibe Mm
3: -hmm.
0: when they went a totally different direction. But they knew they had to end the Michael Myers story. Yeah. And that's what that movie was hyped about was Mm -hmm. Michael Myers, last movie, you know, uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, and the big show, big standoff between those two. Yeah. Um, I'm satisfied with the way that that movie ended. Mm Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, when they pick them up and they, you know, they all carry them through town or whatever, but my biggest gripe about this whole thing is, what the fuck do you people really want? No matter what it is, I'm going to go on a rant here for a second.
3: You know, so you got the ending
0: between Laurie and Michael. You got... You got to see this new story with the kid, Corey, you know, and him showing how Michael has become human. I think that's kind of what the whole thing involved. Because as you saw it, when he started, like, beating him up, you know, fighting him or whatever, and he was kind of taking his powers away from him. Yeah. Which made it, in turn, easier for Jamie Lee Curtis to kill him. Mm Mm-hmm. So then, um, when you know the the kids like, okay, if if I can't have her, nobody can have her, and Jamie Lee fakes the suicide. You know, I thought that was brilliant because
3: mm-hmm.
0: I thought I honestly thought she did it, and I was like, "Damn, this is the way she goes out." Yeah, but you know, and then all of a sudden, Michael shows up. Puts up a hell of a fight against Lori. And then, you know, the movie basically ends with with her writing the story. She still has the mask. I don't think she'll play Lori Strode again. Yeah. But I think after 40 years, that was a proper way to end it. It didn't make it about them. It made it about all the other characters that were in the area. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the 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 granddaughter, the the Corey kid, and you know it had some cool kills, like when he kills the girl at the pool or yep. the doctor's house. But I enjoyed
3: it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. So I, so I, I yeah, I, I generally agree with you. Like Halloween kills, I feel like it was fine. To me, but, like, that that was a straight slasher, Michael killing people, so it's, like, yeah. it's just annoying, because that got the same response as this, where it's, like, that should be, that's what you kind of wanted in this, you just didn't get it, so now they mm-hmm. did something different, and they're still complaining, which is kind of annoying, but, I mean, I thought, like, the Corey story, at first, it, it is weird choice that they did that, and I get why people are mad, because, like, Michael's barely in it, like, Michael doesn't do most of the killing, but, uh, I thought it was still a unique kind of slasher story with this kind of influence. And then, um, and I mean, this Michael and, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis fight, um, Lori fight was, I thought it was a great fight too. So I don't know. It kept me engaged and they, they focus more on the characters, which I think is mm-hmm. always a good thing. So like I was more invested in the characters than Halloween kills or they were just introduced random characters to die immediately where this one actually had like a story and a buildup, which, uh, was cool. But uh, I get why people were mad at it, but I just think it was. I, I enjoyed it more than the 2018 one and Halloween Kills, I think, just overall. Mm-hmm. And it just did something new, which is cool. Yeah. So
0: now I'm going to go on my little rant for a moment here. Just tell me, does it still say recording up in the left hand corner? Yeah. Okay. Because mine's frozen at 1210, so I just want to make sure it's still recording. Yeah, it's going. So, first the backlash started. Michael's not in it. Not Message Justin telling me he can pop back
3: on. I'm not going to, there's going to be no spoilers with this.
0: But, so, I'm part of a lot of Facebook groups. You know, horror movies, Halloween, whatever. And, come back in. Come back in. So, yeah, we're just waiting for Justin to hop back on because I want to for this. Yeah, you were frozen. That's why you couldn't tell. Oh, yeah. My fucking internet sucks tonight.
3: Okay.
1: You should, uh, if you turn off your video, it might help it. Okay.
2: Ooh,
3: do save me from having to look at that. So.
0: It's... I brought Justin, you're still m- muted. No, he's not. No, I'm not. okay. I'm just on a 10-second delay. (laughs) Okay. So, I'm going to go on a rant here. Um, I'm part of all these Facebook groups, the horror, you know, Halloween fans, whatever. And it seemed like every other fucking post was, oh, they didn't do this, they didn't do that. What the fuck? They gave you the ending that you wanted. Michael and Laurie duke it out. What more do you want from them? So then I listened to the Talk Scary to Me podcast with Daniel Harris and Scout Taylor Compton. And they, they were discussing their experience because they attended the premiere in Hollywood. And they said, you know, they went up to Jamie Lee Curtis at the end of the night. They took a group photo with uh, Heather Lane camp, and there was somebody else there. But the Jamie Lee's assistants or something told Danielle Harris, hey, you know, she's really interested in meeting you. So later on that night, she went up, she introduced herself, and kind of got this, like, oh, I don't watch uh, Halloween movies. And Danielle was visibly upset about that because she thought she wanted to meet her and this and that. And, you know, Scout Taylor Compton played Laurie Strode in the other Halloween movies, Rob Zombie's Halloween movies. Jamie uh, Danielle played <clears throat> her daughter in the fifth one. So then, after that podcast drops, these same fucking trolls or hopping on the internet going, oh, they tried to make it all about themselves. No, they were just giving their point of view. Understandable, Jamie Lee was probably exhausted from a long night of press and walking the carpet and all that or whatever. But hey, that was their experience, and they had every right to say how they felt about it. But then for people to turn that shit around, like, oh, they're just trying to get attention for themselves. What the fuck ever. You guys bitch about, uh, internet fans bitch about fucking everything. And especially with this movie, it really pissed me off because it was a good movie. To the point where they even started a petition to reshoot it. Like, Universal pitches is going to go fucking bring everybody back, recreate sets, do this and that, just to give you a fucking ending that you want. Get with the fucking program.
3: That's it. That's my rant. What you, you guys got anything to add? I haven't seen it, but I know how the internet can be. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, the
0: internet is uh, quite annoying. You know, people don't realize how hard it is to do the. Kyle, you do this shit for a living. Like,
1: Yeah, it's the worst thing ever.
0: Yeah, it's not easy. They think they can just fucking go and, hey, let's get, you know, Now you're talking, you're paying everybody more money just to... What more could they possibly have done?
1: Yeah, also, you know, there'll be another Halloween movie in five years, six years. There'll be another one. There'll be another remake. Like, it's never going to end. I wouldn't
0: even wait. I don't even think they're going to wait that long. It's going to be fucking
1: three years max. Three years max. Like a prequel TV show or something.
2: It's completely up to him. It's completely up to... um, Carpenter.
0: Yeah. So, he approved the fucking thing.
2: He's the only one who has any say, so. All he cares about nowadays are video
0: games anyways. Yeah. So So that's our take on Halloween ends. Uh Justin hasn't seen it, that's why he didn't join in the conversation. But let's move on to upcoming movies. Okay. I, Um, we got three upcoming
1: movies. Um, the first one is "Pray for the Devil. pray as in P-R-E-Y, but that's a play because it's about a nun that prepares to perform an exorcism and comes face-to-face with a demonic force with mysterious ties to her past. So they focus on how it's a nun giving the exorcism opposed to a priest, and it stars Jacqueline Byers as the main character. But this looks pretty bad. I saw the trailer. And usually yeah, I don't let trailers sway me, but it it's one of the ones that shows it all and it doesn't look that good. But anyways, we also have Armageddon Times, which is a deeply personal coming of age story about the strength of family and generational pursuit of the American dream. I think I've heard good stuff even though that sounds like <laughs> like every drama. But uh it has Anne Hathaway, Jeremy Strong, and Anthony Hopkins. And then lastly, we have The System, <laughs> which is about a young soldier newly returned from war who gets caught up in a drug bus and he is recruited by the authorities to go undercover in a notoriously dangerous prison in order to figure out what is really going on. And this has Tyrese Gibson, Terrence Howard, and, <laughs> Terrence Howard and Jeremy Piven. So <laughs> three, you know, A-listers. Um
0: But yeah. Okay. Any of those sound entertaining to anybody? (laughs) I
2: haven't heard of any of them.
1: I mean, I think "People's at Armageddon Times" is really good, but who's that directed by? Mm, Let me see. Hmm. Because I think it already had a premiere at like a film festival.
3: Um.
1: uh, James Gray. Who also did Ad Astro, which is pretty good. Lost City of Z, We Own the Night, The Immigrant. Um she's kind of been all over the place.
3: Okay.
0: You guys still there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to upcoming Blu rays will be released on October twenty fifth, two thousand twenty two. Uh, we have The Usual Suspects in 4K, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Dressed to Kill in 4K, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Nope is coming to 4K and Blu-ray, Columbia Classics Volume 3, I forgot to write down what they were, there was nothing big. Um, the Changeling coming to 4K, the movie I pre-ordered, Satan's Little Helper, <laughs> Um. Don't open till Christmas. The Bat Special Edition. Children shouldn't play with dead things. Is coming to 4K and Blu-ray. The Last Thanksgiving. And this is Guar. I'm sorry. Guar. mm Hmm. And I couldn't find anything new to streaming, so you get a week off, Justin.
1: Sweet. I think Barbarian is coming to streaming this week. That's the only one I can think
0: of. Barbarian, that one movie that I didn't, left more questions than I...
1: Best movie of this year, yes. Okay. But
0: it's on HBO Max, like, this week or next week. Okay. Well, maybe I'll watch it again and get more confused. Alright, movies we've watched. Kyle, why don't you kick us off?
1: Um, yeah, so I haven't watched much in the last two weeks, but, uh, I watched the original Halloween, um, as I feel like I do every year, then I watched Lake Mungo, which was the movie that was on the scariest moments that I mentioned, and that was pretty good, uh, found footage stuff, typical, then Halloween ends, as we talked about, and then this past Friday was Joe Bob's haunted, whatever, Halloween special, and that was Elvirus Haunted Hills, and Cassandra Peterson was there for that, and then also popcorn, which I'll talk about later was the second one, and then the actress Jill Sholin was there with
0: them okay, Justin, what you watch this week?
2: uh so as mentioned earlier, I watched grumpy old Men. classic classic comedy right there man you got you gotta watch that I added um, <laughs> then i uh i got uh, I get sucked into uh Every Which Way But Loose.
0: Have you seen that? Chris like Eastwood? Every Which Way But Loose? I know no. who's watched that with us. Are you shitting me right now? Yeah, me yeah, well, when it I was, was like 10. 10. I don't remember Clyde. it then. Yeah. You don't
2: remember The rank Tan? I've seen no. that movie so many times.
1: I right turn, that my Clyde. Life. I was under 10.
2: Yeah, oh. I love that movie. And then I also watched uh, the uh, sequel there, Any Which Way You Can. Um, I actually also, today, uh, instead of Halloween Ends, I actually watched uh, VHS 99.
0: Oh, uh, I forgot that was on. I gotta watch that. It was
2: uh, it wasn't bad. The yeah. first little tidbit like kind of threw me off, <laughs> but you you'll understand what I mean when you see it. Um, but I mean, it, was, it wasn't terrible? It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the worst. Cool. You know, it was pretty yeah. bad. The segments weren't too drawn out. I mean, some was,
3: but not too terrible pretty good Mm -hmm.
0: okay so I've had a light week I've been sick as if you haven't been able to tell by my voice cracking and the occasional cough but I did watch um, Victor Crowley and I watched I Love You You Hate Me the Barney documentary that shit was fucking interesting I tell you what It discusses, like, the hatred that this country had towards that poor dinosaur. I hated him. Did you know the guy that played Barney for the majority of the run was a tantric sex worker? I heard about it afterwards. Yeah, and people were threatening the guy that fucking played the voice and all that. But I didn't know about that, but yeah. I also watched The Secret of My Success. Either you guys seen that movie, Michael J. Fox? No. I know you haven't, Kyle. Was made before (laughs) 2001. I might have seen it, but I know he plays. He plays a kid from Kansas that goes to New York, and then he gets a job in his uncle's company as the mailroom clerk, but then he doubles as a uh, like one of the big execs. It's pretty funny. I also watched uh, Doc Hollywood, starring Michael J. Fox, where he plays a big shot doctor and ends up in the small town. I watched Mars Attacks. I watched those three yesterday. I had to. I had to take a horror break. I don't know why. <laughs> um, and then I also watched yesterday Dog, starring Channing Tatum, about a military guy that brings the dog is best friend's dog to his funeral but the dog is fucking crazy kind of reminds me of Blueberry the bull, the, the pit bull that dad brought home one time but I'll talk about that more later because that's my pick of the week alright moving on what do we got next your pick of the week pick of the week alright I'll start off so my pick of the week is dog. When a dog named Lulu with a dog named Lulu by his side, Army Ranger Briggs races down the Pacific coast to make it to a soldier's funeral on time. Along the way, Briggs and Lulu drive each other completely crazy, break a handful of laws, narrowly evade death, and learn to let their guards down to have a fighting chance of finding happiness. It was released on february eighteenth, two thousand and twenty two, directed by Chanum Tatum and Reed Carolyn. Starring Chanem Tatum, Kevin Nash, and Ethan Soupley.
1: Kyle? Um, so, as I mentioned, I chose Popcorn, which is, again, uh, chosen on Joe, I forget, it was Haunted something, that was his Halloween special. But, uh, so, Popcorn is about a leather-faced type murderer who wears other people's faces kills in an all night horrorthon at an old theater put on by a, by a bunch of film students. Maggie, the lead character, believes it's really Leonard Gates, a crazed filmmaker who killed his family live on stage 15 years ago, and now he's back for his daughter Sarah, who's believed to be really Maggie. So that description all, all over the place in the movie is all over the place and it's almost has like a anthology type thing because as this main plot and of the kids dying at this horror thon is going out. You see the fake horror movies they made, which are all like fifties inspired. So there's one that's like about a giant mosquito and stuff like that. So that's kind of fun. It has that aspect and it's cutting between. And it's really, it's hard to follow what's happening because there's so many different plots. They try to Mm. cram in it, but it's super fun. The guy who ends up being the slasher is crazy and just gives a great performance. Um, it came out in February first, nineteen ninety-one. So it's weird because it's past the '80s kind of slasher things, but it has—it's very inspired by that with the '90s stuff. Um, it's directed by Mark Harrier, who plays—I haven't seen this movie either, but he—they kept mentioning he was Billy and Corky's, and for some reason he was directing this movie. Um, it was produced by Bob Clark, I believe. Whoever directed. Uh, Black Christmas and Christmas Story and all that. Um, then stars D. Wallace, Jill Scholin, who was there on Joe Bob, and then Tom Villard. And uh, Jill Scholin, she was a great guest, too. And it was crazy because I never heard of her, but she's been in some horror movies. She kind of retired in the 90s. But she she dated Kanye or Keanu Reeves for a while and then was engaged to Brad Pitt. And then like that never happened, but like she was huge back then and everybody knew her. But she kind of had a family and did well, her you own You about thing, to but... say Kanye
0: West? Yeah, yes,
1: he was. <laughs> he was in the news, but uh, Keanu Reeves. Yes, she went Keanu Reeves to Brad Pitt, which I thought was interesting. So she she's definitely had quite a life. So she was talking about that a lot, which was interesting.
0: Okay, sounds interesting. <clears throat> I believe that's streaming now on Shudder, the Joe Bob Haunted Halloween. Yes. Boot nanny, A-Ride, whatever the hell they call it. Yeah, something like that. All right, Justin, what do you got?
2: All right, I got Brightburn. After a difficult struggle with fertility, Tori Breyer's dreams of motherhood come true with the arrival of a mysterious baby boy. Brandon appears to be everything Tori and her husband Kyle ever wanted. Bright, talented, curious about the world. But as Brandon Brandon nears puberty, powerful darkness manifests within him, and Tori becomes consumed by terrible doubts about her own son. Once Brandon begins to act on his twisted urges, those closest to him find themselves in grave danger. It was released on May 24th, 2019, here in the U.S. It was directed by David Yaraveski, starring Jackson Dunn, Elizabeth Banks, and David Denman. Basically, it's Superman, if he was evil, and it's a really good movie. <laughs> I mean, I it, when I heard about it, I was kind of like, you know, it seemed really interesting. But when you watch it, it's, it's really good. There's some
0: some gore in there, some horror in there,
2: superhero-y stuff. It's pretty good, good all around. I
0: think they're talking about a second one.
2: Good. See that kid fuck some more shit up. <laughs>
0: All right. It's now time
1: for the news. I know.
0: I tried adding that sound effect two weeks ago, but it didn't work. Mine's better. Once you do it, you own it. (laughs) Anyways, executives from Amblin Entertainment and Universal Pictures are meeting with directors for a Twister sequel. As of now, they haven't settled on anybody, but we do know a few potential additions to the team, which they were hoping to go into production next spring. And yes, the movie will be called Twisters. (laughs) Because when you have one twister, it's a twister. If you have two, it's a twisters.
3: Um, Mr.
0: When Steven Spielberg at Amblin read the script, he immediately loved it. As a result, they fast-tracked it. Initially... Joseph Kaczynski, known for Top Gun Maverick, was going to direct, but he got busy with a new Brad Pitt film. The following directors are currently under consideration. Jimmy Chen and Elizabeth Chai. Baser Raleigh. <laughs> that that Tra- could have been worse. That could have yeah. been worse. It's been a while since I fucked up a name. Dan Trachtenberg and Travis Knight. <clears throat> I love Twister. I'm excited I for I did, this. too. I remember getting to go
2: see it in uh, school because we just happened to be learning about tornadoes and, hey, there's a movie about
3: Twisters. Let's go see it. Did you get to go? Were you there for that? I might have been. What grade was was that? It was like fifth grade. Yeah, it was like fifth grade. Yeah,
1: probably. Before you ask, I have seen
0: Twister and I've been been on the Twister. Holy, oh, the Twister ride at Universal Studios. Yeah, the worst ride ever. That was fucking awesome, dude. When the cow comes flying in. Whatever. The red sucks. You just stand there.
1: I don't I was, know. I was disappointed it. by that one.
2: But. Anyway. All right. Uh, Tobin Bell will return to the role of Jigsaw in Saw X or 10, depending on what they feel like saying. Uh, slated to be released in about a year on October twenty seventh, 2023, directed by franchise familiar, Kevin Gruder who also directed Saw Six and Saw the Final Chapter. I mean, they've gone so far with it, they're already beyond him. He's dead. Yeah. So I don't know what more they can really do, but, I
3: mean,
1: <clears throat> Spiral was good. Yeah, I wonder if this will tie into that at all, or it's just going to... Is this going to
0: ignore that? Yeah. You know, who knows? Maybe it's a prequel.
1: Did they already do that though? And he's like wearing the back of his hat because they're like, he's younger.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the
2: flashback scenes those <laughs> are great. <laughs> Terrifier 2 is returning to theaters again, this time over a thousand theaters. Yeah, bloody disgusting. So, 5.2 million so far on a
0: $250,000 budget. I'd say that's a success. I love the fact that people are vomiting and having seizures and passing out during this movie.
2: Yeah, I often hear those things, though, and then I see the movie and I'm like, pussies. Yeah. yeah. Like, is so scared of paranormal activity.
1: Yeah, they've <laughs> been trying to do that since, like, The Exorcist. Like, it's just marketing. They're like, oh, people are fainting.
0: Yes, you know. Yeah, you Yeah. Well, Conjuring 4 has been given the green light with the same <clears throat> production team as the previous... Previous installments via bloody disgusting.
2: Sure, I mean I don't know. I like I, the other ones. I haven't seen all of them. The first one was good.
1: Yeah, I feel like the third one was wasn't as good as the first two. So,
0: is this one going to focus more on the crooked man?
1: No, I think. Uh, um, I think it's just continuing with the Lorraine and Ed Warren stuff. Okay.
2: Uh Megan is coming to theaters one week earlier now on January sixth, twenty twenty-three. Be a bloody disgusting. And it is produced by James
0: Wan. Uh,
3: well, uh, that's the one with that pretty creepy
0: pretty ass looking doll. Yeah, that's a human.
1: That's been beefing with Chucky on Twitter. Dude, don't fuck with the Chuck. Um, so along with some new announcements of games and the franchise, there will be a new Silent Hill movie titled Return to Silent Hill. Um, the original movie's director, Christoph Gaines Gargans, will be the one uh, coming back to do it. Um, it's based on the second installment of the game, and uh, which is also receiving its own remake. And then uh, in similar news, Master of Horror John Carpenter, who hasn't directed films since 2010's The Ward, Said that he's interested in making a film based on sci fi horror video game Dead Space, which is one of my nice. favorites. Um, and that would be great if, uh, that gets him to kind of come direct to another movie. Um, that's also getting a remake, which comes out early next year, so with, um, <coughs> renewed interest in the franchise, that might be a possibility. Um, in the same interview, with Carpenter, who is, uh, kind of known for just playing a lot of video games nowadays was asked uh, if he interacts with other players online, and he said, quote, I don't. I don't want to be shamed by some young punk. You know that's what's going to happen. They're going to shame me. They're all better than I am. I'm just trying to get by. I'm not that good. Um, I thought that was really funny. (laughs) The guy
0: is 74 fucking years old. Yeah. That's my strategy when I play video games online. Big (laughs) props. Big big props to him for getting out there and playing video games. Embracing technology. Even more if he brings that game to the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever played that game, Dead Space. That's a good. That's a good horror game.
1: Yeah, um, the remake comes out in uh, February or January.
2: Lots, so. lots of jump scare potential,
1: but I'll also
3: lots on. of really good creature. I'll stick potential. to my Red Dead Redemption Two. I haven't
0: played it right. in months. I know I haven't either. <laughs> well. That's it for the news. Now we're going to get into our main topics. This week we are going to discuss two Halloween films. Halloween, two Halloween films, Rob Zombie's 2007 Halloween and 2009's Halloween 2 Let's start off with the original Rob Zombie Halloween. Nearly two decades after being committed to a mental institution for killing his stepfather and older sister, Michael Myers breaks out, intent on returning to the town of Haddonfield, Illinois. He arrives in his hometown on Halloween with the indomitable purpose of hunting down his youngest sister, Laurie. The only thing standing between Michael and a Halloween night of bloody carnage is psychologist Dr. Samuel Loomis.
2: Okay. Uh, it was released August 31st, 2007, directed by Rob Zombie, starring Tyler Mane, Sherry Moon Zombie, Scout Taylor Compton, Malcolm McDowell, Christina Keeb,
3: Daniel Harris, and Brad Dorf. I mean, this was at a time where,
2: I mean, everybody was skeptical, but I loved it. I remember going to see it when it came out. Didn't We Midnight release this one?
0: I, we might have. With well, no, 2007 one? I wasn't around. Yeah. I was no, away. I might have. Yeah, you, you probably did. But, um, you know, oh, this is up until Halloween ends, this was the one that caught the bad rap. You know, oh, Rob Zombie ruined it. But I'm not going to go into that. um, Yeah, I mean, I don't
3: don't agree with that.
0: So, I've I've watched this movie a thousand times, so I decided to do something a little different. I looked up online for, like, behind the scenes of Rob Zombie Halloween, and I I found a video on YouTube, and it's basically four hours of him shooting the movie. You know, from day one to day whatever it was when it ended. And it's interesting, like the original Strode House in the original Halloween was right down the street from the Strode House in this movie, you know. But the 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 passion that he had telling his version of Halloween, you can't beat that. Not only and the casting of that little boy, I can't remember his name at the moment that played young Michael. Mhm. That kid looked fucking sinister as fuck. Yep. But you innocent know. at the same time. Yeah. How do you guys yeah. feel about the casting of the movie?
1: I mean, I think Tyler Mane is so great, and um, like just he's so <laughs> he's so fucking intimidating. He's just like he's easily the scariest kind of Michael, just because you know there's no chance. You have no chance against him, um, which I think is cool. It's like a different take on Michael, too, um, which is what a re- remake should be. It shouldn't just be the exact same as the first one. Like, you yeah. need some new stuff in there to actually keep it entertaining. And I think yeah. Rob definitely does that.
2: Yeah, I mean, he did a good job. I mean, and especially having, you know, um, Malcolm McDowell in there, who's, yeah, I mean, he's, He's a legend. He he's great at everything he does, and and he could he he can be the one person who makes a bad movie great on his own. <laughs> so I mean, and then you got other you know legends. You know Brad Dorps in there. Yeah, you get Chucky as a sheriff. I mean,
3: come on. <laughs>
1: yeah, and it's even I cool that. just that they brought uh, Daniel Harris back. Like, yep.
0: Just I I, I of, believe she said she was thirty years old when that movie was filmed, Mm -hmm. playing an 18-year-old. That's pretty fucking good, if you ask me. Yeah. But, you know, Tyler Mayne, he is a tall fucking dude. You know, we saw him at um, Monster Expo earlier this year, and he is a tall dude. And based off your point, Justin, with um, Malcolm McDowell, he never saw the original Halloween. So he wasn't doing, like, a Malcolm McDowell plays Daniel uh, Donald Pleasant's uh, yeah. Dr. Loomis. He was playing Malcolm McDowell's uh, Samuel Lewis. And then, of course, the cameos galore, you know, um, William Forsythe playing the father or the stepfather. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. course, Sherry Moon's going to be in it. That's yeah, he just, he's going to start stepping away from that. <laughs> um, I believe Dee Wallace was in it, too, wasn't she? She was uh, Lori's uh, adopted mother. Yeah, I yeah, think so. Probably. And
1: uh, Bill Moseley.
0: Bill Mosley. Yeah, he's like one of the cops. Yeah. It wasn't Sid Haig the guy at the uh, cemetery? Oh, yeah, I oh, think was he was in there somewhere. I can't remember. Him. But, you know, so so what do you think of the kills? Like, you know,
3: when he kills um,
0: anybody?
1: I, I think it does, it's good, because, I mean, there's a lot of kills, like, the one where he stabs through and hangs the person up on the knife. Like, that's straight from the original, but yeah. So it's good that he takes some of the kills from the original and puts those in it because you know people would have been pissed if he didn't, yeah, have some of that original, uh, stuff from the movie in it. But he also obviously it's super brutal compared to any of them and so bloody and gory, um, like even when he kills like his dad, just that slow like slitting his throat, like there's nothing like that in the first one in the yeah. original from yeah. the seventies.
0: Um, you know when he beats the the. Uh, the sister's boyfriend in the head with the bat,
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: like, his a kid just fucking went trick-or-treating. But I love how they showed, like, the compassion that Michael has when it comes to Boo, which would become Lori. Mm-hmm. You know, to murder everybody in the house, and then you know, when he walks in, he's outside holding her, or whatever. Um, how do, you, how do you feel about, like, the lighting of the set? Like, did it give you that, um, like, uh, what would be the word? Like, that spooky, eerie feeling that anything could happen at any time?
2: I mean, Zombie's really good at, at setting the mood, but I, I think he does it more with his music. You know, he's he's more, because, I mean, that's what he does. Um, but, I mean, he... he, he he did a great job of, you know, really setting the mood, you know. You know, he had enough time, you lull you into that false sense of security, and then, boom, there he is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he did a good job at that. Um, yeah, and, like, overall, it still feels like a Rob Zombie movie, which can be lost sometimes, but especially even more so the sequel to this one. But it's, like, <laughs> there's no denying it's a Rob Zombie movie, even if it is a Halloween remake. Yeah. But he kept
2: a lot of his, you know, you know, the um, real sci-fi stuff didn't really start getting into it until the second one, <laughs> where he starts seeing his mother and all that. So, I mean, he it, it it was pretty good for the for to the original and all that. So, I mean, I, I don't really know what everybody's harping on. I think mean, it's probably just that he used his wife. And I mean, it's
0: you know. It's one of those things where they're going to complain about it no matter what. Yep. Oh, you ruined the class. That's the internet. But then ten years later, oh, that movie is fucking awesome. Okay, how about the horror? Was it was it scary enough?
1: Well, I think it's you know, it's scarier. Not like Michael is so much scarier in these. Like he's like just so big and brooding and. Like you have no chance when you're going against him. We're like more the first juggernaut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like in the original, original, he's like just the guy in the mask. Like he does doesn't have that intimidating factor. He's scary in other ways, but this he's just like scary yeah. physically.
2: And they show you his strength. You know how 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 physically strong he is. Yeah. Through some of those kills. So I mean, it's he. The idea of him coming after me versus the other one, I'd, I'd much rather have the other one coming after me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather the Halloween Ends one, but whatever. But, um, yeah, is there anything you guys want to bring up about this one? Nothing? Nothing special. I mean, it is. Would you guys recommend this movie? I would. Yeah. I
3: like it. Absolutely.
1: I think, like, somebody who's not really into horror, like, every now and then they like them, I think they would honestly enjoy this one more than the original. Just because if you're not super into horror, the original is just an old movie, where this one kind of has all that modern stuff that can get people more into it. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree to that. I mean,
2: it's the yellow cigarettes they're driving around smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean a lot of that and the fact that he they're in Illinois, but there's you know palm trees in the background isn't exactly
0: <laughs> Doesn't watch that, that watch either. watch that fucking four hour documentary. you'll see how Rob feels about the fucking palm trees <laughs> all right, Kyle, what's your rating for Halloween two thousand and seven? um,
1: I'll give it a three point five,
0: Justin. Ah, uh, I'll go with four. I'm with you, Justin. I also gave it a four. Which then brings us to Halloween 2.
1: A year after narrowly escaping death at the hands of Michael Myers, Laurie Strode is at her breaking point. Pushed to the edge by Dr. Loomis's revelation that she's Michael's sister, little does she know the Unstoppable Killer is back in Haddonfield and driven by visions of their dead mother. He's determined to bring about a bloody family reunion. And it released August 28th, 2009, so like two years after the first one. And again, directed by Rob Zombie. And I know I was watching something on it earlier, and he was a little reluctant to come back for this do the second one. But uh, the first one made a ton of money, so uh, for this one they kind of let him do whatever he wanted, and I think that definitely shows. So... Yeah
0: definitely do. Yeah. Before we jump into the cast, I'm going to um Char- Charlie Band does a podcast and last week's guest was Rob Zombie. And he was talking about the Halloween series and how much it was a pain to deal with um Harvey Weinstein. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, one thing that Rob said he did was Harvey Weinstein was always a day behind so whatever they shot on monday Weinstein thought they were shooting on tuesday so that way he couldn't really change his mind so then when when they were getting ready to do um halloween 2 after a few days Weinstein said why can't you direct, why can't we get why can't this be like the first one referring to 2007 you need to go watch that. And he goes, Harvey, I directed it. <laughs> so then, uh, I forgot where I was going with that. But, uh, but yeah, like. Harvey he, Weinstein's a shitbag? Yeah. And he said, like, so he had a deal to do, like, multiple pitches with them. But he said he'd only do the second one if they let him out of his contract. And he also offered to film the second one back-to-back back because now you have the issue of two years and the kid that played Michael, young Michael, is now two years older and probably... Visibly different. Yeah. So, okay,
2: continue on. Well, same cast, Tyler Maine, Sherry Moon Zombie, Scout Taylor Compton, Malcolm McDowell, Danielle Harris, and Brad Dorff. And I'm pretty sure the person who's missing from the first one Probably died. Spoiler alert.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, it also had. So, let's talk about the, the directing and the acting of this movie. I mean, the, um, the casting of this movie. You also had Danny Trejo make a cameo. Um, Richard Break. You know, Richard, um, Richard, really? I totally forgot that he was in this. So, what did you guys think? Any main differences between the first one and the second one? Well, the
2: second one, they brought in all the Rob Zombie twists to it. And the, yeah. The whole, so, like, like mom crazy. and the horse and they, they like, the looked horse. like music videos. like yeah. yeah. And that's where they, you know, Lost me on that one. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I've been listening to Rob Zombie music for as long as I can remember. Loved pretty much all his movies, but this one you got to be pushing it. <laughs> yeah. Just the, the the added little, you know, paranormalish, supernaturalish stuff, mm-hmm. which I mean, Michael Myers don't need that crap. He already comes back from
1: being shot. And yeah. <laughs> and he like, doesn't
2: need that other stuff.
1: Yeah, there's, like, so many just dream sequences throughout. Like, it's sometimes
0: you're like, what is real, what isn't real? Mm-hmm. Did you guys feel this one was a lot more bloodier, too?
3: Um, I mean,
0: that one scene in the bathroom with Danielle Harris? Yeah. That was yeah. a lot of fucking blood.
1: Yeah, it's probably, I feel like it's a little bit gorier, and just like more brutal, almost in the way he kills people.
2: Which, I mean, you give Rob Zombie his his choice, he's going to go that route.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, he had to tone down House of a Thousand Corpses just to get it to NC-17, and then he had to tone it down again to get it to R. So, I
0: mean, (laughs) you know, so... It was a lot more darker, too, than the original. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The 2007.
2: Because you get to add his Supernaturally stuff to it.
0: No, I I meant like, you know, it seemed like more of it was at night.
2: Well, that's horror movies for you. That's my biggest complaint about horror movies, is how hard it is to actually see in them. (laughs) Which I get some of it is necessary for, you know, depending on, what it's about and what's going on, but some of them it's like, no, I, I want to see. Yeah. I need to see. You know, When there's a fight going on, I want to see him punching and kicking. I don't want to just see
0: black things with slight flashes of light. <laughs> so, how, after, after watching the two movies, how do you feel um, about Scout Taylor Compton as Laurie Strode?
3: I think
1: she did fine. I mean, yeah. There's no complaints about her. She did great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm going to, when I think of, like, great Fano girls and stuff, like, I don't think she will come to mind, but, like, it's not like she's bad or anything. Like, she's, she's good in them. Honestly, like, I
2: think she's more believable as a middle of America teenage girl who's just out babysitting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, than Jamie Lee Curtis ever could be or would be. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: you know, I just, you know, I get that Jamie Lee Curtis back then had that, that look of that kind of but Scout, I think she had that more quirky, you know, the, the playful side with the kids and all that stuff she was more like that than I think Jamie Lee Curtis was in the originals, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I definitely agree with you there, Justin. So we we discussed a little bit Tyler Maine as Michael definitely the best casting choice for that role mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was kind of funny when uh, um when Rob called Tyler Mayne and said hey, hey doing halloween Tyler's response was Man, I don't want to get killed by Michael Myers. And Rob's like, no, I want you to play Michael and I'm not doing it if you don't do it. And he goes, yeah, let me put on the hockey mask. Got his characters mixed up, but
3: it happens. You
0: know, I, you know, between his size compared to everybody else, I definitely think like, you know, especially. Just his lanky body, like definitely played a contributing factor into that. Any favorite kills from Halloween two?
1: Um, when he cuts off I think it's Richard Brake's head with the glass. It's pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's definitely the glass.
0: Yeah. I was thinking of that and you know, I love when Danny Trejo is like,
3: "Michael, I've been like a father to you. I've taken care of you."
0: Kills him. <laughs> but all right, any final thoughts on Halloween Two, Rob Zombies, two thousand nine?
2: I mean, again, you know, on this one, the zombie put a stamp on it, um, but I, I, I think it was too much of his stamp. He had a great base at the end of the first one. I think if he just, you know, kind of stuck it out, yeah, and kept it, kept it more. On the, you know, yeah, he's supernatural, but is he lying instead of going with this whole ghost mom
1: music video cutaway vibe thing? It, yeah, <clears throat> I didn't um, need that. I wanted a Halloween movie. Yeah, Justin, I would be curious what you think of Halloween ends though, because. A lot of people say it's like the most divisive one since this one, and I mean, it I makes have to watch sense. The other two. I, yeah, well, and I'm not paying Peacock. Just not happening.
0: <laughs> well, the other two are on on my Voodoo account. I know. So.
1: I know. Like I said, I have when you're really ready,
0: ready for Halloween ends, I'll let you log into my Peacock just. It'll probably be on your voodoo by then. Oh, okay. Well, I had three months (laughs) to fucking do Prey, so you got two, three months to do Halloween. Okay, ratings for Halloween 2. Justin, what do you got? Uh, I got to drop this one down to about a (sighs) 2.7. 2.7. You
2: you could put the five there, too, you know, 2.75, just to make it an even two and three
0: quarters. Oh. You're so sweet, Kyle. That's
1: nice. Um, yeah, I think I'll go with the 2.75 as well. That sounds right.
0: Oh, I'm with fucking quintessential movie reviewers here. I'm I'm giving it a three just because I like it better than the original Halloween 2. <clears throat> and I think with that, the bar is now closed.
2: Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us and stay up to date with the podcast. At the Movie Bar Pod on Twitter, at Movie Bar Podcast on Instagram, and at the Movie Bar Podcast on Facebook.
1: And get your official Movie Bar shirts at www.bonfire.com/slash store/slash movie-bar-podcast. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and most places you listen to your podcasts. And be sure to check out our
0: website, www.moviebarpod.com. Join Whatnot using our link, whatnot.com forward slash invite forward slash the movie bar and get a $15 credit. Thank you for listening. Please let us know what you want to hear by contacting us on social media or via email at the movie bar at Please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Bye. Right. Hit the bills,
3: bills with the truth box.